Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for another podcast. I really appreciate all of the kind comments that I get, and I'm so happy that people are getting information and help. Just got a call this morning at the shop. Um, The woman started her program in May. Maybe she'll be a success story. She says, so far, so good. She's feeling great. Um, But my first success story comes from a woman in her late 70s. She improved the appearance of varicose veins in her legs. She says it took six months with lots of vitamin C, vitamin E, Varagon, Megacal, ionic minerals, liquid chlorophyll, and the secret ingredient she would... um, was down on the floor and then she put her legs up against the wall for one hour a day. So that's uh, excellent. Varagon is, um, it's an herbal, it's a combination is what I'm trying to say, but it strengthens and tones vein walls, improves blood circulation, and reduces the swelling and achiness associated with varicose veins. It has horse chestnut, which strengthens and tones blood vessels and inhibits the action of enzymes that can damage capillary walls. It helps blood speed through the veins and it seals vein walls. Also in it is butcher's broom, which provides blood vessel narrowing and anti-inflammatory properties that have been shown to be beneficial for reducing swelling in the legs, varicose veins, and um, it reduced blood pooling in the lower leg. Then it has rutin, hesperidin, and lemon bioflavonoids, and some vitamin C I think is in there too. But of course you can take extra vitamin C. Kind of have a theme for this podcast and it's cardiovascular health. And the first bit of information I uncovered was that the American Heart Association says that 80% of Americans have less than optimal cardiovascular health. They use this um, thing called the Life Essential 8 Scoring System for Cardiovascular Health. And their surveys, um, and the, the survey asks questions pertaining to health. Then with the results, they found that more, more than, well, 80% of people in the United States um, have in addition to heart health, poor heart health, it's um, mental health too. So I heard that um, recently from a physician who says that almost all of the patients have um, depression. So I say it's probably because they listen to the news. If you don't listen to the news, you can find many things to be happy about. Um, Okay, they found that 
not even 1%, not even a half a percent of Americans scored a perfect score on the life essential aid system. 20% um, of adults have okay heart health, they found. Women score better than men. And uh, heart inflammation, myocarditis, and pericarditis, this is from the American Heart Association, are common in people who have gotten vaccines. So they say spend um, two to 10 minutes in panoramic vision or optic flow. So I heard this a long, long time ago in probably the 70s, but you look straight ahead to the horizon, keeping your head still, allowing your gaze to dilate or widen so you start seeing more of your peripheral vision and that helps turn off the body's flight or fight stress response and that can help calm people down. Breathing, we know breathing is the best thing to quickly calm the nervous system, focusing on your breathing. Um, but they, this doctor says, two inhales followed by a long sigh out of the mouth and that calms the nervous system, so give it a try. And then they also say, don't let mainstream media programming or messages destroy the quality of your life. Stop watching this kind of news broadcasting. Focus on what matters to, most to you and your family and connect with like-minded individuals. So I'd say that's some pretty good uh, information. A person in their late 60s had one vaccine and two boosters, got COVID two times after that, super afraid of everything. I said, but you're not afraid of genetically modifying your body. Anyway, asks, what can I do now? So a super complex answer to, <clears throat> excuse me, a very simple question. First of all, you can do uh, what you should have done to never get COVID in the first place to prevent it. Um, I have a, another question. You know, they if you ever do hear any television, and if I do, if I hear it, it's by accident or a mistake. Um, but I did hear some some commercial saying. If you think you have COVID, hurry up and get a test. Well, they didn't say it like this, but this was my takeaway. And then hurry up and call your doctor and get some kind of drugs. So what's wrong with just resting in bed, drinking plenty of fluids? Um, they used to say, take aspirin. I say, don't take aspirin, take supplements. What's wrong with doing that? Why do you have to test? It, it could be that there's something wrong with those tests I don't know you know that I wouldn't want to do that but <clears throat> it's interesting also to me fascinating actually that people are afraid of things and not afraid of things that perhaps they should be afraid of I don't know I say don't be afraid of anything but if you have informed consent that is to say if you do a little bit of research 
anybody who does a little bit of research, but again, it depends on where you do your research because you can find information that supports your decision. Uh, bottom line, everybody has free will. So I wanted to talk about improving blood flow because one of the major side effects of COVID, but mostly the vaccine and the boosters, is that it makes the blood stick together. When blood is thicker, it becomes more difficult for it to move through the organs of the body. So it's important to understand how to keep blood flowing. Even if you had no vaccines, no boosters, uh, take no pharmaceutical drugs, it's super important to keep the blood flowing. Blood is life. It supplies every cell with water and life-giving oxygen. Without constant blood supply, it's impossible for tissues to remain healthy. Nothing in the body can live without a constant supply of blood. And there are very few places that the blood doesn't go. So thrombosis, when people say they had thrombosis, that's blood clots forming inside the circulatory system. When the endothelial lining gets damaged, it releases chemical messengers to form blood clots. That's the body trying to heal. It becomes a problem when the blood clot breaks free. So what's really supposed to happen is, you know, the blood clot forms, it heals, and then it um, dissolves itself. But, you know, there's things that go wrong. And then it's called an embolism when it breaks free. If it becomes lodged in your heart, it's a heart attack. If it becomes lodged in your brain, it's a stroke. Um, then that part of the body doesn't get blood flow. Deep vein thrombosis is because the blood isn't flowing very well and blood clots form in the legs. Leg pain, swelling in one or both legs, varicose veins, and then there's this thing called CVI, chronic venous insufficiency. It's vein damage causing the blood not to flow. It's related to a stagnant liver, did you know that? So that's why I work on my liver every single day. Uh, agglutination, it, that's stickiness, and when the blood gets sticky and prone to clots and prone to blood flowing poorly throughout the body is a side effect of spike protein. Um, and it's the vac those vaccines are actually genetic modification. Do you know that they're putting a blood thinner in the children's vaccine? Let me just go on record to say no children need a vaccine. I, I'm even not even sold on the vaccines that they normally give children. Like when's the last time you heard of a child dying of whooping cough or measles, mumps, or whatever the other things are that they vaccinate against. So signs that your blood is being stagnant and not flowing properly, spider veins, slow wound healing, chronically cold hands and feet, fatigue, pale complexion. And that is all, those are all signs of liver congestion as well. Liver has an extra amount of blood coming into it from a vein and an artery. When the liver is overworked, its blood vessels enlarge, the fluids move more slowly through it. As it tries to increase its working area, 
it gets enlarged and congested. And when that happens, then you have hemorrhoids, uterine and prostate problems, and of course, varicose veins. So what prevents blood clotting? Uh, butcher's broom, vitamin E. So vitamin K actually increases clotting. That's why we have a, a nice uh, balance. You take a supplement program and your body knows what to do with all of the supplements and nutrients you're putting into it. Curcumin prevents blood clotting. Alfalfa, garlic, ginger, ginkgo, um, omega-3 essential fatty acids. So you know the krill has vitamin K in it. Good balance. You're, you're not going to cause your body any harm. And um, you know a few podcasts ago I said about the farmer's market with the garlic. You know you have fresh garlic when you're peeling it and it's not papery. Very fresh garlic is not doesn't have that papery outside to it. And it's so good. It's just really unbelievable. I want to live another day when I eat garlic so I can eat it again tomorrow. And for many other reasons, of course. But that's how much I love garlic and that's how good it is for us. Vitamin E is a natural blood thinner and anticoagulation agent. It's helpful for preventing deep vein thrombosis due to inactivity, you know, when people sit on a plane or in a car for many hours. Um, if you overthin the blood with pharmaceuticals, don't take vitamin E or butcher sprum or, um, I remember when my dad was on blood thinners, we had a back them down when he got off of them. You don't abruptly discontinue the thinners. So slowly increase supplements and slowly decrease blood thinners. Uh, this was information given by an, a master uh, herbalist who's been around a lot longer than me for, it was a strategy for your doctor. So you increase the supplements and slowly decrease blood thinners until the doctor says, oh, okay, so, you know, we can take you off of these. Or you could tell the truth and say, I want to get off of them. Um, when it comes to agglutination, the best way to unsticky the blood is to drink liquid chlorophyll. It rapidly increases blood oxygen levels, it lifts your energy, it naturally thins the blood, and it improves overall health. To, we can use uh, blood moving herbs to help move the blood through areas where, the, where it may be stagnant, like capsicum, ginger, and garlic. We can tone veins with vitamin C, bioflavonoids, Proanthocyanins found in blueberries, blackberries, elderberries, and purple grapes. Other helpful foods are rose hips, uh, citrus fruits, but eat that white stuff because that's the part that's um, rich in bioflavonoids. You know when you peel an orange, and a lot of people peel off that white stuff too, and then eat the orange, eat the white stuff. Probably we should be eating the outside of the orange too, but it's extremely bitter. So I don't know about that. 
Um, and of course, Varagon is great. It helps with lymphedema. B-complex vitamins are also helpful. Capsicum is well known for its ability to boost circulation throughout the body. It helps blood be evenly distributed. Um, garlic is a mild blood thinner. It reduces triglycerides, but it does so many other good things for us. White oak bark is um, better than a topical than to take internally unless you want to tone the digestive system. So you can make a poultice out of white oak bark and put it on your varicose veins or spider veins. And how do we decongest the liver? With liver balance, vitamin C, B complex, N-acetylcysteine, NAD, milk thistle, dandelion, and blessed thistle. So I say take your supplement program regularly every day and hydration is important. Um, if you're short on water, your blood will get thicker. So in as much as circulation seems to become a problem as we get older, uh, turn yourself into your own science experiment. See what works for you, um, what you can take to feel better and always go for feeling better. Taking milk thistle combination is like changing the filter in your furnace. Uh, one of my carpenter handyman type of people said you should change it once a month. I swear it's only changed, you know, I tried it, try for every three months, but it's usually every six months. But I'm taking milk thistle every day because when you clean out your liver, your blood flows better. A person, 50s person, tired all the time, gets enough um, sleep, no alarm clock, wakes up naturally. Couldn't read my writing there. Added candida clear and liquid chlorophyll after two months, didn't notice the tiredness anymore. It's like, do you miss a headache when it's gone? No. Do you miss being tired all the time? No. Um, do you miss having a tummy ache? No. So there are um, reasons that we have that we feel tired all the time. And you know, sometimes it is adrenal exhaustion. And sometimes it's also people who do not allow themselves enough sleep. So yeah, they sleep well at night, but you know, go to bed at um, one in the morning and get up at six in the morning. I say that's not enough sleep for an adult or a child or anybody really. So adrenal exhaustion is one thing and the adrenals are the largest repositories of vitamin C and B complex vitamins. So take a lot of those. <clears throat> Anemia, um, that's the condition in which your body lacks enough red blood to carry oxygen to tissues and organs, red blood cells, that is. So if you have dizziness or shortness of breath or general weakness or you know, you stand up and you get lightheaded. Maybe you don't eat enough, because that's another cause of it. Um, or it's 
anemia, so course B12 and liquid chlorophyll, and a half a cup of liquid chlorophyll a day. Thyroid disorders cause tiredness, so we have a lot of supplement combinations for the thyroid. And uh, vitamin D deficiency that acts like a hormone in the body is one of the lack of vitamin D is one of the major underlying causes of feeling tired um, because it's critically involved in energy production and mood. Well, digestive disorders. I had a friend a uh, long time ago who loved to go eat pancakes but would literally fall asleep at the table in the restaurant after eating pancakes. This is a person who is sensitive to too many carbohydrates and should be taking enzymes. Uh, and then we need to absorb what supplements we take. So enzymes, probiotics, blood sugar imbalances could, could cause you to feel tired. Hormone imbalances, um, chronic stress and toxin overload. Just a word about toxins. A person came in for a consultation and then about a month later, maybe it was only three weeks, it was real soon, came back and said, am I free of toxins yet? Well, tell me what you're taking. Okay, fine. Yeah, you're taking the right things, but three weeks isn't long enough to um, get rid of all the toxins in as much as the 21st century is intoxicated and there are 90,000 chemicals out there. So I said, did you stop eating processed food? No. Did you stop drinking pop? No. Um, did you stop worrying, thinking negative thoughts? No. Well, those are big producers of toxins in your body. so. Maybe you wanna work on those and take supplements. We, you know, we have to do a whole program. Um, like if you're gonna to go to fast food places and you, you see driving past them at lunchtime, there are so many cars in all of them that you, you know, a new car can't even turn in off the main highway. So, um, I'm just saying don't eat processed foods. Okay, so the woman who added Candida Clear, um, you know, we, we need good bacteria um, in our digestive systems and really everywhere, the good bacteria. But then we have an opportunistic fungal pathogen known as Candida which is responsible for a variety of diseases. Um, people get thrush. So, you know, if it's in your mouth and throat, then it's everywhere, it's invasive. Uh, then candida can enter the blood and spread throughout the body, causing systemic infection. So candida clear has podiarco, caprylic acid, yeast and fungal detox, biotin, and candida clear enzymes. If you wanna do a light version of that, get the protease plus or high potency protease and yeast and fungal detox, and, and that will really help too.
Um, my final story, oh, caprylic acid has elecampane, black walnut hulls, and red raspberry. Elecampane is um, an antifungal. It's an antiparasitic. It expels intestinal worms. That's a good thing to take. We could take black walnut too, or just yeast and fungal detox. It's fine. A woman in her late 70s taking HSNW and krill increased her hair volume. She was so happy. And krill has, um, so if you're vegan, which means you don't eat animal flesh or anything from an animal like butter or eggs or even organic raw cheese or anything like that, um, it's a shrimp-like crustacean. So if you wanna stay true to your veganism, uh, I say give yourself a pass because krill are the, at the bottom, you know, they're so small and at the bottom of the ocean and I'm making excuses. If you wanna be vegan, don't take krill. But if you wanna be healthy, take krill. It has astaxanthin, which gives krill its red color. It has EPA and DHA that are bound to phospholipids that greatly facilitate their absorption through the intestinal wall. So krill has uh, excellent bioavailability as, what, as well as better delivery to the brain than fish oil. You could take both but I say just take the krill. Um, the benefits of krill may surpass those of fish oil for reducing the risks of cardiovascular disease, reducing glucose, triglycerides. Um, it significantly reduces levels of C-reactive protein, which is an indicator of systemic inflammation and cardiovascular disease. CRP also serves as an important predictor of stroke risk if you go get it, or just take your krill and don't go get any tests. Um, it's really excellent for inflammation or arthritic diseases, and it has also vitamin K, which is an important cofactor for treating and preventing atherosclerosis and calcified arterial plaque. So vitamin K helps reduce the risk of cardiovascular disease and osteoporosis and bone fractures. So that's a really good thing. And then my final comment is for the woman who is wearing a patch on her arm and says she gets all of the vitamins and minerals and everything well, when I, she told me the brand of it, I went and, uh, you know, on the computer, it's actually a weight loss patch that they say they add vitamins to it or something like that. I say ridiculous and preposterous. Those patches have been proven, proven uh, like 20 years ago to have nothing in them. So please don't waste money on that take supplements does it even make any sense that you could get any level of anything in a patch yes i know the skin absorbs but you know they would have to load that patch up with i don't even know 
what the technology is. Anyway, uh, I kind of rest my case on patches, don't use them. Come to Herb Herbs to Your Health. Our address is 106 South Pennsylvania Avenue in Greensburg. Our phone number, should you wish to call, is 724-836-7440. And our website is www.herbstoyourhealth.net. Thank you. Have a wonderful week, and I will be back with you next Saturday. Bye.